This podcast is a part of Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org. Hey everyone! Hey I'm Aubriana. And I'm Bryn. Welcome to the first episode of Inside 1801. We are so excited to be here for season two of Inside 1801, the spinoff of 1801 Live. Like I said, my name's Aubriana Reeves. I'm a junior marketing and finance major from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. This year, I'm serving as our student body vice president here at USC. And outside of student government on campus, I'm a part of Alpha Kappa Psi, Gamecock Consulting Club, and Alpha Gamma Delta. My name is Bryn Burke. I'm a junior advertising major from Charleston, South Carolina. I'm the director of outreach for student government in Aubriana's branch. And outside of that, I'm the editor-in-chief of Blossom Magazine and also a member of Kappa Kappa Gamma. Yeah, when we do have free time, (laughs) I know I love painting, putting together some fun outfits, and taking walks around Willie B sometimes, too. Yes, we love taking walks, going to the pool, of course. We actually just started playing beach volleyball together a lot, (laughs) which is really fun. Um, And I also love reading and Chick-fil-A. So, Brynn and I are actually roommates this year, and we were roommates freshman year. Shout out East Quad. Yes, and love East Quad. we always dreamed of having a podcast together, so this is actually super full circle. Yeah, I actually overnight shipped podcast equipment to our dorm and went to pick it up at the Blatt PE Center <laughs> because I had what I thought was a grand idea for a podcast, and I was going to make Aubriana start it with me. So, thank you to... Garnet Media Group for giving us a platform to actually make a podcast and not just me in my dorm room not knowing what I was doing at all. <laughs> now, one simple goal, I guess you could say, for Inside 8201 that we have this year is to take you, the listener, and connect you to USC and the Columbia community through the innovative leaders that make it the amazing place it is. As fun as it is to listen to us talk, we wanted to bring in a very special guest. Introducing Caroline Salisbury, USC's homecoming president and actually a friend of mine and Bryn's. Hey y'all. We're going to dive in and learn all about homecoming at USC, event planning, and Caroline's story. Welcome to the pod, Caroline. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So, um, like I said, my name's Caroline. I am USC's homecoming's president um, for 2023. Um, I'm a senior tourism management major and leadership studies minor here at Carolina. Um, throughout my time at USC, I've had so many great interactions with Bryn and Aubriana. I worked with Bryn on homecoming last year, and um, Aubriana and I were student life ambassadors together this summer. Um, so we got to get really close on kind of leadership levels, but um, yeah, super excited to be here. Yes, I miss the homecoming days. <laughs> so fun. Yes, yeah, spending a whole summer in Columbia for the first time was definitely <laughs> more fun with Student Life Ambassadors. But, yes. Caroline, now that you're a senior and you've kind of gone through almost your full four years here at USC, what did you see for your time at Carolina when you were an incoming student versus how it is now and the reality of it? Yeah, so I came in as a freshman in 2020, so it was definitely different and a very unique experience um but i attribute a lot of my like happiness and enjoyment here to the things that student life puts on and um i was still able to have like a first night carolina even though it was like modified we were still able to go to football games like um so i was anticipating it 
I guess senior year way differently than I had um, when I actually got here as a freshman because mm-hmm. I've been in Game Park my whole life and so I always I've grown up having Saturdays in South Carolina and just knowing what Game Park Nation the Game Park spirit is um, and so I always have been anticipating that and then getting here and it was very modified and you know having to sit on a green dot in the stadium like six feet away from oh, everyone wow. which is very, I can <laughs> <laughs> which is very different um, but it was still great and we were still able to have like tiger burn and cockstock and things like that. So um, it was a really great experience. Um, coming in, I anticipated, like I knew that I wanted to be a leader in campus and um, tying it like back to homecoming, I actually decided that I wanted to go here at the homecoming game in 2019. So I was Aww. in between a bunch of different schools and um, I came for the homecoming game. I remember it was versus Vanderbilt and just the environment of the stadium and the environment of like the student section and just like of Columbia. Um, was so great of something that I knew I wanted to be a part of. And so when I was looking back at like when I decided, I didn't even realize until a year or two ago that it was actually at the homecoming game. So that was kind of full circle. But um, my grandmother is an alumni. And so like I've grown up coming back for homecoming weekends. And so I always knew like what homecoming and like Carolina life was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it was definitely different than I anticipated it. But post-COVID has been just such an incredible experience. I've had so many awesome opportunities um, to... Like the Disney College program, (laughs) which is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, so I, um, in the spring semester of 2022, I was able to move down to Orlando for seven months, and I lived and worked down there, and I met some of my best friends, and was able to do that and receive credit for it, and so I was able to still stay a full-time student. I was able to come right back to Columbia, and... um, it was an incredible experience that I would recommend to literally anyone who, anytime yeah. I get the chance mm. to talk about it, I am <laughs> literally their biggest fan. So, What was your job in Disney? So I worked in food and bev. So I worked at some of the restaurants um, and cool. some of the quick service restaurants. Um, I got to work in the castle, in the restaurant in the castle for um, a nice... so <laughs> fun. Oh my gosh, my childhood self is yeah. like yeah. dying on the inside. For a nice child. And it was like kind of crazy because I decided that I wanted to do the college program when I was like six because I had interacted with a CP at Royal Table and so I was like oh like that's so cool like I didn't know you could do that you could be in college and work at Disney like I definitely want to do that and then like I was able to work at the restaurant that inspired me to want to do the program so which is like so full circle but um yeah a lot of really good full circle stories (laughs) (laughs) I think you deciding on USC at the homecoming game should be a part of the marketing for sure I love it so what's the rundown for homecoming week yeah so We've got some of our more traditional and like annual events that are coming back again this year. So we've got the Spurs and Dreads Dance Competition, the NPHC Step Show, and our second annual Paint the Town Garnet in Black. Um, and then some new ones that we're bringing, or the newer that we're bringing back are the Coed Powder Puff Tournament. Um, we're doing a yoga session one morning. Um, Hip Hop Wednesday, we'll always do a Hip Hop mm-hmm. Wednesday feature during Homecoming Week. Um, and then our tad for that week is a paint class with Summer, who's an alum. So we're bringing Summer Doodles for students. I'm oh excited God. for that one. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you have a busy week. Yes. <laughs> so homecoming is obviously one of USC's like longest standing traditions or at any university, but can you kind of talk on the importance of that and like some of the traditions that come along with it as well? Yeah, so um, homecoming will always be so important just to any university just because it's kind of a dedicated week to relive through traditions and bridge kind of 
the Gamecocks or any university's past, present, and future students. So um, it's a time for students and alumni to get together. It's a time for students to see like what there is to come back to as alumni. So um, that's something that we really want students to see is just like what life is like being a Gamecock, why it's so special, why it's so unique, why you won't realize what you don't have until you're gone, and what's so special to like, why it is so special to come back to you and, um, you know, you'll want to, you know, you, you, no matter where you go, I know that Gamecocks travel all around the world um, post-grad, but why it's so important for you to come back to this week to relive kind of like your days in college and just like see the see the people that came after you and like the impact that you made um, on the university in future years. I love that so much. So kind of the opposite of that, what do you think is different about this year's homecoming versus last year or other years past? So something that um, was super important to me was making sure that students were um, gathering together during this week, no matter what they were gathering for. So um, in years past, it's been kind of like, come to homecoming events, like the homecoming commission is putting on XYZ and like come to these. but. There are so many other, there's 580 student organizations on campus that are mm -hmm. all doing different things during that week. And so I wanted to let students know, like, this is a time for you to gather in whatever way that means to you and whatever way that means that you're coming home to your friends and you're gathering together. Um, so we've really been putting an emphasis on, like, we want student organizations to program during that week, even if it's not programming with us or even if it's not, because maybe not everyone is interested in a dance competition, but the chess club might have like a battle that night and mm -hmm. like the students who are really into that are going to go to that and like that's what we want we want students to gather together um so we're compiling yeah. a week of events that is non-homecoming commission events so all of the events that are happening during homecoming week um that are i know that like some organizations are bringing alumni back for performances and things like that and so like really highlighting those so that students that are interested in those things still have the opportunity and like they're promoted to do that as well that's a great idea i never really thought about it that way but i love the idea of kind of giving people their own unique homecoming mm -hmm. experience, mm -hmm. especially since we do have so many organizations. Yeah. <laughs> so like, many. Students don't all want the same thing. And like, we, yeah. we know that. And so can't when we're planning, yeah. And mm -hmm. like when we're planning our week of events, like we try to plan things that we know will please all the different groups um, and demographics on campus. But um, they are like, students already identify with specific groups and like clubs and organizations. So highlighting what those groups are doing um, mm -hmm. still achieve is, still achieves like the mission that I have for the week so I love that that's a really great idea yeah and I know you were talking about like how when you are planning these events they're so large there's so many students so on your side of event planning you have so much experience with that what would you say is kind of the biggest struggle going through that um I think it's just kind of hard to like long term like see a vision that's so long far away so like our team starts planning events in February, March of the year, like of the year prior to homecoming. Mm. So, um, just having like that long term, like Brynn understands this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having so it's that, tough. <laughs> having like that long term motivation, but also like as an like org leader, like motivating my team for something that's not happening for ten more months. Um, there's only so much that you can do, and you don't really understand how much there is left to do until like the time crunch happens. And so, just understanding like there is a reason that you start planning ten months early, um, and like just you have to work with vendors, you have to work with contracts, and you have to do things like that, but um, it's hard to, like, I mean, for, for me specifically, like, I like to do something and, like, see it happen immediately, and so, like, mm -hmm. planning these events and working with these people for 10 months, and then it's like, okay, and your stuff will come forward in October. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a little bit hard, but it's still fun. Like, every step of the process is really fun, and um, 
we've got a great team this year that has been doing great work. So, what do you guys do, kind of leading up to the main events? Do you guys have other events or other initiatives that you do? Yeah. So, um, in the spring, for the first time, we noticed that there was kind of a lack in like Spirit Week, essentially, in the spring. So, um, we partnered with student government actually and athletics to do a Hoops Week, and um, all the different offices in Game of Entertainment. Um, had a contribution to that. We had like tailgates before um, like basketball games and we had a watch party for the women's basketball rivalry versus UConn and we had a Hoops for Hope tournament and we showed a basketball themed movie. So like all the different things that students look for and like during the fall, we were able to compile it all into a week of very busy um, athletics and like basketball and we were able to feature both men's and women's basketball um and it worked great because students get the free tickets to the games and so we were also encouraging them to go to the games so that was beneficial for the cockpit and for athletics and um so yeah so that was something really fun that we did um we have our theme reveal in the spring which is where we which is kind of what um the commission works on a lot in the spring it's just like developing the theme like developing what we're going to be marketing ourselves as in the fall and so um we did our theme reveal on Hoops Week and just kind of piggybacking off of maintaining the school spirit um, year-round. Yeah, awesome. I know I love the Hoops Week because <laughs> as much as I love football, I will always love basketball more. So I was excited to see kind of the spirit around that in the spring, like you said. Like, it's just not hyped up as much as football. Yeah. And, of course, yes. we have an amazing women's basketball team, and our men are getting there as well. Yeah. <laughs> and the games are literally so fun. It's so much like, fun. We always kind of forget to go, but we're such basketball girls yeah. for sure. I love watching basketball. Yeah, and kind of you touched on it, like how being a leader with event planning is difficult, but what would you tell students, like whether they're younger students, like freshmen, or anyone looking to get into leadership roles, like what advice do you have for them? Because as we all know, it can be very <laughs> difficult at times. Yeah, so um, I definitely say just like take the risk, and all positions here can be learned and can be taught. Um, I didn't come in with the skill set of event planning and like that's something that I was able to learn um my background at homecoming was in marketing and so like I was on general commission and then I was a marketing director and then I went to president and so like nowhere along my path was event planning but um my incredible advisors are like they have a lot of a huge skill set in um event planning and we have a vice president of events who had a background in event planning and so like all that is to say you don't have to be the one that knows everything there will always like you will contribute something differently than everyone else and your contributions are still just as valuable to the team um and anything that you any position any part of the position that you don't know like can be learned and can be taught um so just take the risk explain in your interviews for things like why like oh well maybe i don't have this skill set but i am willing to learn it and like we always are looking for people that are willing to learn like in any leadership position um and people who are willing to take risks and like take the jump and like we will catch you on the other side and like we will bring you over like it is mm -hmm. it's there's always room for growth and like mm -hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna grow until you take risks and um push yourselves and like push your boundaries so yeah i completely agree with that i know like when I'm in leadership positions, whether I'm on like the back end of it, like finding people to fill my staff or I'm trying to fill someone mm -hmm. else's staff, it's just always like as student organizations, we're all students. We all understand what we're going through and understand that we are, what, between 18 and 22 years old. Like none of us are perfect. None of us know everything. Yeah. So like you said, there's always room for growth and potential. And it's also like, I feel like people will think you have to, in order to go into a marketing position, like you have to be a marketing major, or like in order to go into mm -hmm. an events position, like you have to be an events major. Like 
my VP of events is a pre-med major. And, like, <laughs> wow. so, and she's excelling in the role. So mm. it you don't have to be going into SPTE or anything in that realm at all. You just have to have a passion for what you do. Yeah, that's awesome. So what do you think is the most anticipated event by students? And which one are you most excited for personally? So I think that the most anticipated would be the Spurs and Struts and the NPHC Step Show or Stroll Off. Yeah, those um, are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just because those two are very like turnkey and traditional events that we have um, that I know the students from all of the different demographics of the body look for. Um, and something that we're super proud to be able to put on every year and just, like, work with these organizations for. Mm-hmm. Um, because they do, like, really bring people together. And um, they're the ones that you just kind of look for every year. Um, those two and Paint the Town Garden in Black are three kind of, like, traditional annual events that we'll do. Um, but – and then the other ones are just kind of, like, whatever the commission decides to do um, mm. to kind of gather people. But I think definitely we always hear people looking for, like, oh, like, what's the theme of Step Show or Stroll Off? Or, like, oh, like, Winter's Person Stress Sign-Up's coming up um, because the organizations are just so excited to get together and gather and have a crowd in front of them. And it's just a really fun time to just get hyped together. Yeah. and. I'm you know, excited curious. to watch. Yeah. Me too. I can't <laughs> dance, but I love watching. <laughs> well, and you'll be emceeing. Yes. I know. Yes. will be on the stage, too. Maybe she'll dance for yeah. us. Not <laughs> a shot. should do a little <laughs> That's awesome. So which one are you most personally excited for? What's kind so, of like your baby of an event? Yeah. <laughs> so I am most excited for the Painted Town Garden in Black this year. We have just kind of, it's been such a transformative year for that event specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so many like stakeholders in the community. So the idea for that event is to kind of bridge the Carolina community to the city of Columbia and like the Five Points District specifically and just kind of show that while many students do think that is a high risk area, it's not and there is so many things to offer if you go kind of not like if you if you go and use the district for all that it's known for mm-hmm. aside from its <laughs> activities um there are so many great things to do i have been just walking in the district and i've seen so many students that are choosing to go to sit at like the coffee shops there and like do their work rather than in the library which the library is still great but um, yeah and like students could <laughs> switch it up Students that are choosing to eat locally instead of, like, at dining halls or at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, like, they're really exploring what the district has to offer. And the district and the Five Points Association are doing, like, such great things to kind of transform and beautify the district. And um, just kind of seeing that, and but also seeing just the engagement that and, like, the passion that the vendors have for the um, event and just, like, how much they want to get involved with us and how much they want to get involved with students is just so inspirational. And, like, I want to continue to push that to students so that they see everything that there is to offer um, mm-hmm. to them. And this event's super fun because we've got all the different vendors are doing, um, like, many of them are doing sidewalk sales. We're going in and painting, like, their windows. So oh, it's going to kind of bring the district to life during that entire week. Yeah. Um, the fountains will be dyed garnet. And so, like, it's really just a time to come together, enjoy the spirit of being a Gamecock, and enjoy, you know, wearing garnet and black and hanging out with your friends. And we're able to feature um, local bands and, like, some student organizations that partner with us. And um, so it's just a really great time. It's been such a great year for the partnership between Homecoming and Athletics and the Five Points Association um, because we all are chasing the same goal that week, and it's to get people together and to gather people. And um, we noticed that there was kind of a gap in something for alumni to do that night that mm-hmm. what if you're not going to a gala or if you're not going to a event from your like specific college um the students that are coming in that are young alumni and that are even like fans traveling in from like the opposing team 
um, we wanted to give them something to do that week and like that night before the game. And so it's a free event for students, it's a free event for the community and like for locals that are residents of just the Columbia community in Rosewood and Shandon and um, just for them to come together and have a you know a space to go to the night before the game somewhere that they wouldn't normally like be tailgating or going to something and um, there's just been so much interest in it this year and just so much excitement for it from the community members and from us and from the vendors and the association so I'm super excited for that that's been kind of like my little passion project yeah. this year <laughs> and um, I'm super excited to see it come forward and yeah that's such a great mission and five points does have so much to offer and Columbia in general but I feel like sometimes it can be hard to get the message across to students so that's a really great idea I'm personally really excited (laughs) (laughs) well Caroline thank you so much for being on the podcast and being on our first episode for the season I know I've enjoyed learning about the inside scoop for homecoming and I hope everyone else does too yeah thank you so much for having me we are so excited for the events be sure to check out homecoming it's next week and thank you so much for being here Now we're going to do a quick little segment. We have some questions from our fans, a.k.a. our friends and other student (laughs) government members. So we're going to answer those, and today's theme is going to be game day. So, Abriana, what is your favorite game day food? I have to go buffalo chicken dip, specifically the one that my dad made last weekend that had, like, bacon on it. Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It was so, so good. Parents Weekend is the best. I would have to say that mine is those little poppy seed ham and cheese sliders, and I don't know the actual name for them, but it's on Hawaiian rolls, I think, and Mm, they are the greatest game day food of all time. So delicious. Okay, next question is favorite game day outfit trend for this year. Bren, you go first. I am loving all the baby tees, honestly, and I've seen people wearing them, but more on TikTok and other social media. I've been seeing a lot of new brands come out with game day, baby tees, tank tops, really kind of unique college merch, which thank goodness, because I've always wanted to start a business where I created cool college merch. So I'm kind of glad somebody else did it while I'm actually still in college. (laughs) Now, mine, call it basic, and I don't even know if this is a trend, but I love, like, when people wear just either a black or white or garnet dress and then dress it up with accessories. Like, I know I've seen people doing, Mm -hmm. like, the ribbon on their boots or in their hair or just adding, like, game day pins and fun things like that because I know personally finding garnet is difficult and finding all these, like, cool outfits. So if I can throw on a black or white dress that I have and just make it fun... I'm going to go for that every time. (laughs) Yes. I love all my game day pins. Okay. What game are you most excited for? Now, I'm not just saying this because we had a whole podcast about homecoming, (laughs) but I am super excited for the homecoming game because I have a couple of friends coming in town, but also because it's homecoming, we have alumni weekend as well. So my big from my business fraternity will be here. So I'm super excited to see her along with the rest of the alumni catch up get to see all of them but I'm just excited homecoming's always fun it's going to be super busy this year with the fair too so it should be a fun weekend and it's already a sold out game I Mm -hmm. can't wait hopefully I get lower level we'll see (laughs) um I would have to say 
I'm definitely most excited for Clemson, only because a bunch of my high school friends are coming in that I haven't seen in a long time, and I think that should be really fun to see all them. And especially with the momentum from last year's game, I'm really curious to see, are we going to win? Are we not going to win? Because we're at our home stadium, and that's when we tend to play best. So <laughs> hopefully they pull through. Yeah, our house is going to be packed for that because I know I have a ton of friends coming in too. But it'll be yes. fun. It'll be fun. And then on the topic of game day, a little exciting news if you haven't seen. Um, Emmy and I, Emmy Thompson, our student body president, actually – have been working with athletics to get portable chargers into the student section of the stadium just because noticing in the past couple years that a simple safety issue is that people's phones die during the games and they're not able to find their friends they end up walking home because they can't get a ride or anything like that and that's such a simple fix to keep everyone safe especially after night games so that is so so exciting and i know that at this this last game against mississippi state all the chargers were checked out which is so so exciting so maybe we can look into some expansions but yeah check that out it's something super exciting um added to the student section that is super exciting, and that's crazy that they were all checked out. So you got to get there early, get your charger, and enjoy the game. But thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope that you enjoyed hearing about Caroline's story, more about homecoming, and event planning. We'll talk to you later. Bye.